I'm about to go lay down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go lay down. Go. Lay down. I'm about to go lay down. I'm about to go lay down. Look at your neighbor say go. Hello, Najee. How are you today? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So welcome to Jude's List. Welcome to the podcast. For our listeners who don't know who you are, can you tell us a bit about who you are and what you do? Well, to all the people, my name is Najee. I am the creator of Go Lay Down. I am a singer, a performer, an entertainer, showing love through music and making the people feel good. That's me. Yes, yes. Obviously, you're a very soulful person. You have a lot of energy. You have a lot of presence. And your voice is amazing. Go Lay Down happened a while ago, right? Can you tell us about how that started and then why you did it in the first place? Go Lay Down was never expected to go viral. Go lay down was me after a long day at work, about 15 hours that day. And I was extremely tired. And as always, when I get sleepy, I just sing about random things. And so I decided I was going to sing about go lay down. Thought nothing of it. Wasn't looking for the follows, the views, I was just being me on a normal and day. And I did go lay down, and next thing I know, it just took off. So I guess the people like me because I was definitely being yeah. my regular self, okay? It gets real when I'm sleepy. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what but I But what made you do the video in the first place? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to make a TikTok. And that was it. Like, there was no deep thought into it. It was just like, okay, I'm just going to sing the TikTok, and then I'm about to go to bed. And did just that. And when I woke up, I was like, okay, something's wrong with these Yeah, so what happened after you woke up? Like, for real. After I woke up, I was trying to understand why my phone kept dinging. So I grabbed my phone. And when I grabbed my phone... I looked and I had like follow after follow, view after view. Like, I think when I woke up, I was already like over probably about four or 5,000 views. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, what does that mean? Like, like what is going on? And the numbers kept skyrocketing. And I'm just like, are you people really sharing and duetting this? Like, I clearly was being silly, you know, being myself, but apparently you guys have taken on to that. So, okay. And there was no calm down point after that. Like it just kept going and kept going. And, um, why? why I, was super but I was super attention. And I didn't know what the comments were going to be. I didn't know what people were going to say, you know, because social media, 
can be very cruel at times. So you never know what you're going to get from people. But it was so funny because there were no negative comments at all. Like I was prepared. Like I had my <laughs> clap back. Yeah. Like prepared for the people. Okay. <clears throat> but actually it was all love. It was all jokes. Yeah. You know, and so is, is I go was lay down an actual that. song or is this something that you just made up? Like go lay down is now an actual song. Um, it was not an actual song when I sung it. It was just, I was about to go lay down. Okay. And that's what I thought about, but we did get it put on iTunes and all your digital wow. media outlets. Wow. How do you feel about that now? Yeah. I'm still excited from it. Like, you know, people really don't know my name. They just know me as the go lay down lady. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> it's so funny because like this morning I got up and saw that my brother had tagged me um in the comment section of somebody's page and the guy had just typed out on his Facebook page, I'm about to go lay down with music symbols. Yeah. Like he was singing it. And so my brother texts me and I'm cracking up <laughs> because he's just like, hey, that's my sister. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's still a beautiful vibe. Um, it is still a great thing to be yeah. known by because it is a part of everyday life. So, so what was your life it's like before the video went viral? Were you singing every day? Is this something that, oh. um, or was music for you? Were you performing? Or was your life like? I was performing. I was working a job and performing, uh, traveling and doing live shows had been a part of my life for a while, for a long time, actually. And so that's what I was doing, going and doing cover songs, working on my own music. And once the video went viral, like they didn't stop. <laughs> that didn't stop at all. The bookings picked up and it was just like, okay, cool. Just tell me what you want. You know, the interviews became more. And it was fine. It was absolutely fine. I'm um, doing an interview with Roland Martin, doing an interview with the Blairisms, two like, revs, no church. It was amazing. And it is still amazing, you know, getting all of these chances and connecting with other people and yeah. vibing and them wanting to know, like, where did you come from? You know what I mean? It's amazing. But that was my life before it went viral. Um, the only difference now is you become a public figure. People now keep you in their view, you know? And so people say, well, you know, watch yeah. what you do. Like, you guys, yeah. I'm going to be me. I don't care what's going on. <laughs> I'm going to be me. Okay. Um, because that's what drew the people to me, was me. It wasn't a content moment. I didn't see myself as a content creator. Didn't create because I, content. I was just being me. It wasn't no sit down and, you know, write this out and what are you going to do? It was literally, literally me 
being me and so doing I, what I, I hear love. that you like you have a passion for music. When did that start and then why music? I have had a passion for music all of my life, starting from my younger years. My parents were big when it came to music. My grandparents were big when it came to music. So I was really surrounded by it. And even when I was younger, I used to practice directing choirs in front of the mirror. And it would be so funny because I was always doing the lead singing, you know, (laughs) in this imaginary choir. And... I ventured off, learned how to play the drums. I played the trumpet first chair throughout my school years. And it was just like, I knew that I was destined to be an entertainer. And when you're young, you see everything that you want to be. I never pictured actually being anything other than an entertainer. I grew up around the church, in the church, which is a big part of my background when it comes to music. Gospel music was one of the first genres of music that I was introduced to. And so you had, I had a grandmother who sang hymns, but I had a grandmother who also lived in the projects and she loved Mary J. Blige. You know, and so there was like a mix of everything. My mom, who loves jazz, like I was surrounded by everything. So it was really hard to not want to embody all of these things that you've been around. And so as I grew up, entertainment was what I loved. I loved and I love currently seeing the smiles on people's face when they can come to a show and experience what I have to offer. Because for that moment, it takes them away from whatever is going on in their life. And that happiness fills them to where for those few moments, they can be carefree and just enjoy themselves and what they're surrounded by. So yeah, Yeah. entertainment and music. Is this where you started your career or is it... And afterthoughts where you thought like, oh, okay, I'm a, you would have to do a few things first and then settle in being an entertainer. I actually went into entertainment early. My first time ever doing anything on the stage. Now, I remember when I was in the fifth grade, I signed for fifth grade graduation, which was cool. I didn't really sing again until my senior year in high school on a stage and I did it for the senior year talent show. And it was like, I already knew that I wanted to do it, but it was my first time coming out in front of my peers. And it was just like, oh, oh, like, where did you come from? And I'm like, y'all, it's me. And as soon as I graduated high school, I started going to karaoke bars and open mic nights and I would perform at these little small venues and that's when things started blooming it's like once I stepped out and was I you know I wasn't afraid I stepped out I 
entered in competitions. And I started doing a lot of things R&B-wise and neo-soul-wise. And then things broadened when it came to gospel music. Like I was doing everything at one time. And so it was just like, I guess you could say I went, I went head first into it. I didn't, you know, tell myself, well, you need to do this first before you do this. It was like, no, I'm going to do everything (laughs) right now. So yeah, I just dived in. Yeah. Yeah. What gave you the confidence to start? That's a good question. (laughs) Honestly, I've never really thought about it. I would have to say God and my grandmother. My grandmother was big on reminding me that I could do whatever I want, you know? And so it was kind of like, at a young, you know, at that young age, I was living with my grandmother. And so it was just like, you know, mama, I say, and she was like, okay, what are you singing at next? Like she wasn't going, but she wanted, you know, she wanted to know and she pretty much pushed me like you you're not to be afraid of anything like whatever you think you want to do you go and do it you know and with her and i would definitely have to say god because i really don't fear a lot of things and i feel like in order to have that confidence You can't have fear anywhere within you when it comes to whatever you're trying to do. Um, And I feel like that definitely is something that God has to give to a person. There's a reassurance, you know, that is needed. And I feel like I received that in order to actually be confident. So, what was your relationship with your grandmother like? Way too very Never. Close. Listen, my Grammy, okay, is everything to do. That's my home girl. Okay. <laughs> I can call her and you know, be like, hey girl. Well, really, I don't say girl, I'll be like, hey girl. She'd be like, hey, good. You know, and we do our little chat and we're going by my business. When my days are hard, I can call my Grammy. And my Grammy. <laughs> Well, what's wrong? Well, now, okay, you'll be fine. It's okay. What's next? You know, like she, there's not a negative bone. You know what I mean? Yeah. In her body. (laughs) In her body. Like, I like to believe that. Now, sometimes she can be rough, but my my mommy i call her mama i can call about anything she's gonna push me she's gonna pull me she's gonna really make sure that i stay on top of my p's and q's even when it comes to this entertainment the funny part is she doesn't get overwhelmed you know like most families when people have a moment and they get super overwhelming oh that's my granddaughter oh no she's very quiet doesn't say anything. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. tell people that she knows me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like she just she's chill. Like she's not like that. She's very chill, but that's my homie. Like I love my Grammy. Yeah. And how does that make you feel? Overjoyed, honored, 
Um, a lot of people still don't have, you know, their grandparents, and I still have her. Um, she is actually my last grandmother that's still alive. Yeah. And so it's very near and dear to me because she's been a part of my world all of my life. So I'm I'm very honored, very, very honored and grateful that she's still here to watch things happen. Yeah. Najee, so were you always good at singing? Now, Jude, that is a biased question, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. I actually thought I was really good. Like, and I still do. I still yeah. think that I am a good singer. I think you're amazing. You know, so yeah, I definitely. Thank you, Jude. I I really appreciate that. I think you're but I did coming up like I thought I was a secret weapon. You know, what I'm saying like, yeah. hey, hey, coach, put me in. <laughs> <laughs> did everyone have that reaction? Like, did you get feedback saying that you were amazing? Yes, I did, and I still do. Even as times have moved, you know, when time as time moves, the sound moves. And you end up with a lot of people who all sound alike. And for a moment, I didn't think that anything would ever become of me singing because I have my own sound. And... I wasn't really keeping up with the times. And that's a big part of the music industry is they want to know that you can stay current and relevant. And it was kind of a Debbie Downer because it was just like, ah, y'all, I'm doing me. I'm not really trying to keep up with these people. I'm doing me because I stay true to who I am. Yeah. Yeah. So what role do you think timing has to do with success? I feel like everything is God's timing. And it took me a long time to realize that. But I feel like everything is God's timing. I feel like you have you have to be patient enough to see things through. And with me not thinking anything happening from go lay down, it proved to me that you never know what God's plan is. And I like to say it's God's plan because it wasn't written in my planner. I didn't plan to do that. I didn't plan to work 15 hours that day. I didn't plan to be that tired where I said, well, I'm going to go home and I'm going to sing about go laying down. No, that was God's plan. That was, that was destined to happen because it was already written. And so time to me, one is something that you can never get back. Once it's gone, it's gone. You can never go back and try to collect time, but time plays a major part in things that happen. Time plays a major part when it comes to your success or anything. I don't know if I could even say, well, hey, this is the right time to do this. I don't really know. 
<laughs> you know, I don't really know. I'm just taking a guess. But I feel like time plays a big part. It's it's major. And there's a difference between your timing and God's timing. Now, that could be the question, like, whose time would you rather, you know what I'm saying, go by? Of course, a person will probably say theirs because it's instant and they can control it versus trusting, you know, somebody else with their time and their destiny. So, yeah. 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 So in terms of like your sound and music, did you ever feel like it's something that would catch on? Did you ever feel like it's something that people would like, you know? I don't know. I never really, I never really thought about people. You just did your thing. Never really thought about, yeah, I just, you know, I just did my thing. I do my thing. You know, and they say, well, you have to consider today's music. And if you want to be relevant, then you need this sound. If you want to do, okay, well, I tell you what, I'm going to do what I love. And yeah. we'll just go from there. I, I didn't. I didn't really think about people. And the only reason that I say I didn't think about people or think about people as I do this is because people will have you everywhere. There's so many people in this world that you could please, but you will lose your mind trying to give the, you know, trying to please the people. So if I give one sound, well, that's only for a particular part of the world. If I give this sound, well, that's only for a particular part of the world. Like, I want to reach everybody, which means that I give every side of me. So I do a lot of gospel, R&B, neo-soul, rock, because that's me. That's what I love. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) like. Like, I, I do what I yeah. want, okay? Yeah. So, I see on your Instagram that you do these videos where, like, I don't know if you're close from work or you're going home, but you do these videos in your car where you sing. Like, a, a, a page where, like, people request songs and then you sing for them? Is that the case? Yeah. yeah. So, what's that, what's that about? Yeah. So, like, I started doing TikToks. I started doing the TikToks. I started in my living room. And then because I'm always gone, and at that time I was always at work, I would do them in my car, in my uniform. (laughs) And I would either do them on my way or I would do them as soon as I got off early in the morning and I would do them. And so it developed a question and answer on TikTok where people will go in and they will ask questions. Okay. And you answer them back in a video. Well, I had a mix of just questions. And then I had a mix of song requests. And it's pretty full. And I'm trying to get to all of them. But it's not enough time in a day. Okay. And so I actually just did a question and answer. And I posted it on TikTok and on Instagram. And I think it's at like 209K views. Which is always amazing to me. And what it was was me singing a Mahalia Jackson song. 
And it just went from there. Like I'm just fulfilling requests. And I actually yeah. love the question and answer. Uh, some of the questions are pretty funny and wild, but <laughs> for the most part, I love making people, making people feel great and getting them through whether it be a rough time or furthering their good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So what do you do as a joke, by the way? So I am a sergeant. I'm a sergeant at a jail. Um, not a big fan of it. <laughs> not a big fan. It, it's a lot, and it can wear and tear. Um, yeah. but and how long have you been doing? I'm that? always grateful. Three years. How did you get into it? I just moved to a city, needed a job, applied. Literally, that's okay. how it went. Moved to a city, <laughs> needed a job, applied, got the job. Started off as a correctional officer and then got promoted to sergeant. Okay. So what is your role as a sergeant? My role as a sergeant is to secure the facility, make sure that inmates are safe along with employees, making sure proper paperwork is done, make sure that everybody is accounted for within the facility. Um, And that would be pretty much it, de-escalating problems. I mean, every other day you're a counselor, you know, um, you know, because you're dealing with everybody, you're dealing with inmates and what they have going on and you find yourself being a counselor and listening and trying to help them through their situation all while you have employees with situations all the while you have yourself with situations, you know, (laughs) you just. You you're playing the roles as they come, you know, and so that that's yeah, pretty much yeah. it. I mean, when you say you're a counselor, like, what are some of the issues that you have to deal with? Can you give me some examples? When we encounter death in the jail setting, it is always a hard thing, and so as a sergeant, you have to go in and talk. I've had plenty of inmates that I've had to relate that their mothers have passed while they're locked up. Okay. You know, I've had to relay your sister's in the hospital, your brother's been shot, yada, 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 yada. And all I can offer them at that moment is a safe space to collect your thoughts. That's all I can offer them, you know, and ask them, hey, or tell them if you need to talk, holler at me. Tell the person working your station, like, hey, I need to talk to Sarge. I pull them out and I talk to them and I hear them out and try to be encouragement from, yeah. for them in a bad situation. You know, I don't know if these people are innocent yeah, or guilty, yeah. but it's not for me to judge. Them. It's for me to make sure that they're all right and that they can get through whatever this is. Making sure that they can get through it, but that can be really hard on a person who's delivering that service Mainly because a lot of people that work for jails, they don't yeah. care about the people in the jails. It's only a job, you know? And for me, it wasn't that case. Like, I would literally go into sales and sit at their tables and talk to them. And they'd be like, Sarge, you tripping? No, I ain't tripping. It don't hurt to have conversation with nobody. What y'all want to talk about? What y'all got going on? You know what I'm saying? Um, and you create a bond with these people. 
and they know that you're true to your word. And so that, that was a big part yeah. of, you know, being so a obviously sergeant. I feel like a lot of people will depend on you for some form of comfort, some form of, you know, therapy, some form of positive energy. How do you always stay positive for these people? How do you stay a resource for these people when they need you? I put myself aside. That's the number one thing. No matter what's going on with me. And if people think that I don't have my days, I have my days. Um, But for other people, even when I feel like I can't help them, I have to tell myself that I can. That I can be an ear, even if that's all my helping is. It's in here and listening to you talk about what's going on with you, not offering you advice, not telling you what to do, but simply just letting you get your thoughts and emotions out without interruption. That helps people more than they But think. I put myself aside. When people need comfort, when people need help, I put myself aside and I do what's necessary for each and every person yeah. because it's different for each and every one of them, you know? And so that, that's pretty much it. Just put myself, my, put myself aside and make them the star at that moment. Like they are the star and this is who I'm focused on. And this is what we're focusing on. And even if we have no goal to accomplish, Hey, I'm just here. Yeah. Talk, cuss, yeah. do whatever you need to do. So what do you say your, your biggest struggle in your life has been? That's another good question, dude. Biggest struggle. That you've heard and oh, that you've had to overcome. Honestly, something that I've had to overcome, which has been a lot. Probably, well, I would say patience, but everybody says you had too much patience. You got too much patience. But I feel like patience was a struggle at one moment. Like, didn't want to deal with things because I didn't have the patience. Like, I don't want to deal with that. Move on. Next. You know what I mean? Like, why is this taking so long? Move on. Next. Um, Patience became a part of me. Um, And I had to learn that patience is, is needed to make it through this thing called life. Like, <laughs> patience is definitely needed. And the so I learned God, it. The more patient I became, and now everybody's yeah. like, you got too much patience. Well, you can never have too much. You need it. You need them. Um, so, yeah, I, I would probably say patience. Yeah. So what was one situation that you had to demonstrate, like, extreme patience? What was that situation that really tested you? To be perfectly honest, my job. Yeah. My job is a test of patience. It was a test of patience. A lot of people don't know what goes on in a jail setting, prison setting, but I encountered a lot of racism. And I had to have patience because I'm not my ancestors. I'm crazy. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. I'm not my ancestors, but I encountered that and I definitely had to have patience because if I didn't, 
I probably would have did some things that may not have been right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I probably would have slapped a couple of people. You know what I mean? And wouldn't have cared nothing about it. Like y'all can go ahead and cuff me up and take me across the street because I won't deal with blatant disrespect. But there was a way that I handled it because I had patience. You know, that I learned, I've learned to use my words as my weapon. What does that mean? I don't use my hands. I fight with words. A lot of people say that when I talk, they never know if I'm mad or if I'm calm because they say, you know, you you speak with such distinction. I say, well, I'm a person that all I have is my word. So if I say something, I mean it. And when I come into situations that are uncomfortable, I collect my words. And I use them as my weapon, which means that I'm going to talk to you in such a manner that you're going to understand that I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want to be toyed with. And it's probably best for you to leave. Because truth be told, words hurt. I don't care what people say. Words hurt. So when you use your words as a weapon, Instead of physical touch or being irate and cussing a person out, they start to look at you totally different because what they expected was for you to cuss them out and yada, 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 and you ain't this, you ain't that. I got, no, I don't have to do any of that. I'm going to use my words based off the situation, whatever it is, and I'm going to come to you in a way that you're going to understand. Yeah. Do you feel like that always works? That always gets to people? Your message will get across? For the majority, yes. Now, of course, you know, you always got some yeah. extra people that like to try yeah. you far and beyond, you know? Like, they just want to try you. Um, but the majority of the time, yeah. Like, yeah. it is what it is. So, Najee, I'll definitely say that you, you seem like a very soulful person. You seem like you're always happy. So, what makes you happy, I'd say? Life. <laughs> Life makes me happy. Um, my family makes me happy. My friends make me happy. And I say make me happy, but I would rather say enhance my happiness. Because I am a happy person. I really, really am. Um, and the people that I'm surrounded by, they enhance that. They bring extra, you know, to the table. So everything that I'm surrounded by, doing music, enhances my happiness. That's my, definitely my happy place. You know, entertainment is my happy place. So there's so many um factors that play a part in my happiness but they enhance it because I'm going to be happy whether they're around or not you know what I mean but they are an enhancement to my happiness yeah yeah at this point with your music what have you done so far what should we expect in the coming few months 
So in the coming few months, we are going to have the Go Lay Down house remix. It's going to be really nice. House remix. Yes, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. And it's going to be a sound that, of course, people are not looking for. But because I love music in its totality. Yeah. I want to offer something to everybody. Um, And so, yeah, we have that coming. We have my own music by Najee coming out in a few months. And I'm super excited and super nervous, of course. Um, But yeah, that's what we have going. We have a line, Najee line getting ready to come out and also the Go Lay Down line getting ready to come out. So we are definitely working and things take time. And that's where that patience plays a part. Because you do want to hurry up and get things out so that people don't forget about you. But we want to make sure that we put out quality, quality things, quality music, quality product. Um, So we are working very hard to make that happen. But it's coming. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like an EP coming out? Do you have like an album you're putting together? Is this something you're recording at the moment? So we're putting out an EP and I'm still indecisive of if I want to do an EP or if I want to put them out as singles because they are all different. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're all different. I haven't made my mind up, but by the time we get everything back, my mind will be made up and then we'll know where to go after that yeah can you share something one of your singles that you're working on uh, so I'm putting you on we the have spot this here. song you definitely are we have a couple of songs probably one of my okay i got two favorites my two favorites i gotta think between one of them you can give us both i love <laughs> uh, give us both let's just you trying to get me. yes yes um I have a song that is going to come out, and it simply says, Black, 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 don't crack. You get like the good law for that. Black, 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 don't crack. You can thank the good law for that. We got that one, you know, not going to get y'all too much. But we also have another one, and I love this one because it says, um, Woman, oh, goes to work every morning. Oh, yeah. Makes breakfast for the whole house to eat. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that's, that's, oh, that was so such a tease. Well, that was such a tease. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's what we got going. Yeah. Okay. We're looking forward to this. We're looking forward to this. Um, so hopefully this comes out when? So we are looking at by the end of the year, December, but what we will do is broadcast the date when everything will drop. So everybody will know. I will send it to you ahead of time. Amazing. (laughs) But everybody will know. uh, Just keep following my Instagram and my TikTok. uh, Who underscore she underscore Najee. And keep yourself updated. And also my website. Yeah. Hushinaj.com. Okay, okay. I'll put that in the notes, so, definitely, yeah. so uh, we can connect. And then in closing, in your own words, what would you say love is? 
love is unconditional. And I will stick by this till the day that I leave here. Love reminds me of a stream. When you see a stream, you usually see a lot of sticks, a lot of rocks, a lot of things that you think could help build a wall and block the stream of water. But the stream of water never stops flowing, no matter what's thrown in it, no matter how many pebbles you've thrown in that stream, it does not stop. And I feel like that is equivalent to what love is. Wow. On that note, thank you so much for your time, Najee. This has been wonderful. Really, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jude, for all right, having me. All right.